Hey, welcome to a new episode of Reddit Readings. Today we are on r/askreddit and listening to some scary moments. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, episode 36. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is your most terrifying? We need to leave. Now, random rush of fear you felt. My car was stolen the very night I moved into my new house in a very good neighborhood. The neighbors had warned us that the neighborhood was being targeted at the time. They mentioned a woman around the corner that opened the door for knockers in the middle of the night and they attacked her and robbed her and almost killed her. We had reported the car stolen and did the police reports when it happened. Well, two nights later in the middle of the night I hear a knock on the door and they said open up, it's the police. Well, since I had heard the story about the other lady, I was suspicious and did not answer. I grabbed my kids and put them in my daughter's room because it had access to the roof from the window. I called the police to say that two men claiming to be police are pounding on my door. They said there was no police in the area and they are sending a car. Turns out, these same guys stole the car and came back for seconds. I did get my car back because they brought it with. When I was a preteen a strange man stopped and asked me for directions. That didn't make sense. As I'm trying to help him a van rolls up and the side door opens. I just booked it and never looked back. I had a similar experience when I was 14. I was walking home from school when a creepy older guy pulled over his work van, got out, was asking me for directions to a well-known local place, and feigning like he didn't understand what I was saying, in an obvious attempt, to draw out the conversation. So that alone set off alarm bells in my head, but then he kept looking around the whole time, and I knew he was about to try something. Some lady happened to be walking from her house to her car, so I yelled out, hey mom. Can you come here and help give this guy directions? Surprisingly, the lady actually came over, and as she did, she yelled something like, Your father and your big brothers will be out in a minute. Are you ready to go? He looked panicked, quickly got back into his car and took off. Once he left, that lady told me she knew what was up and made sure I was okay before letting me use her phone to call the cops. Turns out I wasn't the only girl he tried to lure slash abduct. My faith in humanity was both damaged and restored that day. When I was hiking in the woods and I saw a baby bear, I slowly turned and walked quickly away from the bear because I'm not getting eaten. I had to drag my friend along with me because he didn't understand why we needed to return the way we came from. 
I was in an Irish bar in Bangkok with my wife, and a group of five very muscular Asian guys came in and started to drag a white guy out. The bar owner stood up and yelled this does not happen here, and amazingly the five dudes listened and went outside to wait for this guy to leave. The owner asked the guy what's going on, and he said these dudes were going to kill him. At this point the bar owner was trying to smooth things over and offered us some free beers, but I'm 99% sure this was actually an Irish mob owned bar and we were there at the wrong time. We were definitely in a hurry to leave. Long story short we left and never went back. A co-worker of mine went there later and told me the waitress urged him to leave because there was going to be a hit there that day. This was by far the creepiest thing to ever happen to me. It's a bit long, but bear with me. For context, I live only a few streets away from my workplace. This guy came to my floor one day for a team meeting. Ever since then he made a point to pass my desk when walking to the kitchen which doesn't make sense logistically as the elevator basically opens right onto the kitchen. Keep in mind, this guy is a complete stranger. Nobody had ever seen him on our floor, so my work friends knew he purposely came to our floor just to see me. He would make excuses to be near me whenever I'm in the kitchen, for example, to get a glass of water whilst I'm washing my dishes. He was always alone, never spoke to anyone, only watched me. This happened for about 3 months. One day he happened to be downstairs at the time I finish work. He then knew exactly what time I finish and waited downstairs for me every day. He just sat there watching, waited for us to leave, then went back up. One day I walked out with a friend. We saw him sitting downstairs, quickly walked out of the building, and parted ways assuming he would go back up, now that we'd left. Boy was I wrong. My friend walked off in the opposite direction leaving me alone. I had crossed the road, and was just about to turn to the direction of my apartment, when some higher power compelled me to turn around. The feeling that rushed over me just then, I had never felt it before. It was like a mix of all the most negative emotions in the world all swirling into one massive super cloud of fear. When people talk about the flight or fight response, this was literally the epitome of that. To this day I still cannot understand what made me turn around when I generally never do that. I was smart enough to go in a completely different direction so he wouldn't know where I live. He walked a short distance behind, crossed the road, and checked to see where I was walking home to Another male colleague happened to finish work at the same time this went down, followed him and waited to see what he was doing, stalking the stalker. He confirmed that he absolutely followed to see which direction I was going, and then went back into the building once I had walked so far ahead. He would have only need to follow me a short distance to see where I lived. This happened a few more times before I finally reported his ass and got him banned from entering all buildings associated with my company. Turns out he didn't even actually work for my company, external contractor, and shouldn't have even been in my building in the first place. Years ago my boyfriend owned a truck tire repair company. He stopped by a customer's house unannounced one day to try to get a check as they owed a lot of money. When he came out of the house he was pretty shaken up. He explained the man's numerous other brothers were there, unusual, everyone was very jittery, but they cut him a check and then rushed him out. He had a scary feeling that day. Two days later, that customer and his brothers were arrested for a murder that they had committed the night before we stopped by. 
I was driving my friend and I back from a bar on the way to our Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere small town North Carolina. At some point early on, a car turns into the road behind us and it's dark and like 2am so I don't think anything of it. They're also driving super close to me but I'm not about to speed due to road rage pressure. They chill out on tailgating and the longer we're on the road, the farther we get from civilization and it is very unusual for another car to be going out the way we are. So about half a mile from our Airbnb, I pull off to a side street and let the car pass. Then we wait 5 minutes, turn around to get back on our road, and lo and behold the car is just sitting there waiting for us. So we nope the fuck out, and now I'm flooring it back to town to the bar, so we can get to safety. I do a rolling stop through a stop sign and the car finally turns its cop lights on and pulls me over. Dude has the audacity to ask me why I ran a stop sign and I just go off on him about how fucking terrifying it is to be stalking two college girls who don't live in this state all the way back on the 25 minute drive home from the bar. I'm literally on the phone with 9-11 when he pulls us. Cop looks real apologetic and lets us off with a warning. For what I don't fucking know, saying that he thought we saw he was a cop, and that people usually turn off onto side streets, like we did, when they are trying to avoid cops and blah blah blah. Dude was definitely trying to trap us into a ticket and goddamn that shit was fucked. Was riding my bike home from a friend's house when I was a young teen, over 20 years ago. We had both lost track of time, so it was dusk when I left. Lived about a mile away was traveling down one of the last roads to get home when I had this weird feeling, so I turned around to look back down the road, saw headlights pass, stop, back up and turn on the road I was on. It was a pretty long road without many houses and no street lights or anything. As soon as they turned I bolted into the woods and hid pretty far in. The car slowly drove by and kept going. No idea what they were doing, but I didn't want anything to do with it. I was camping with a friend in a backwoods camping area, not very many sites and they were all super spaced out. We had already been there one night, had the site fully set up, we had been hiking all day, the works. We drove into town to get some food, and when we were driving back to our secluded campsite we passed a man walking out of the only road to our site. We both locked eyes with him, and I got a super creeped out feeling. He stared at us, like he knew us and hated us, but we had never seen him in our lives. When we got to our tent we went inside and everything we had in there was tossed. Our bags were dumped out, and our clothes were thrown everywhere. We quickly realized both our hunting knives were gone, along with a bunch of our clothes. We also realized it had to be that guy we saw. There were no other sites or hiking paths he could have been walking from besides ours. We jumped in the car and drove back towards where we had seen him. He was gone. We drove a bit further and found a common area where other campers were gathered. We sprinted down and asked have any of you seen this guy and described him. The people at the gathering just stared at us and didn't speak, giving us an even more creeped out feeling. It was at that point that I told my friend we need to leave this place right now. Walking back to our car we looked over the edge of a guardrail and saw all our stolen clothes in the woods. We gathered them up but didn't find either of our knives. Knowing this guy was still out there with those knives and that no one around us cared freaked us out so much, we packed the car up and ended our camping trip early. No way were we staying out in those woods one more night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hurricane Florence a year ago. We planned to ride it out as we were on a hill and in an area where the winds wouldn't be bad. Mostly I ignored the news too. The night before, I got this huge pit of fear in my stomach and begged my dad for us to go stay with my sister a few hours inland. He fought with me about it, but I finally convinced him. We came back a week later to find the tree fallen into our house, the house full of water. A tornado formed in the woods behind the house and pushed the tree up a 45 degree slope into our roof and through our house. Now, I will always trust my gut feeling, no matter how stupid it seems. I was walking in my old local park with my sister. We entered the it at about 3pm and were hanging around until at about 9-9.30. We saw three people all wearing somewhat similar outfits all the way on the other side of the park. I immediately noticed, but didn't think much of it. We walk for about two more minutes, and I notice one of them stopped, and was staring at us. I immediately had a bad feeling, and told my sister we should leave. She noticed and obliged. Later that night there was word of a stabbing in the park and the suspects were all the people we saw in the group of three. Definitely when my town got hit with the worst firestorm we've ever had, in 2017. Thomas Fire, we knew there was a fire somewhere, maybe another town. We weren't too worried. The power is beginning to go spotty, and the winds are howling outside. Then my roommate gets a call from a friend on the other side of town. My house is on fire. You guys need to pack a bag. After the call was over the power went out and stayed out. So we packed our bags, and I start to hear little plinks against the roof, almost like rain. But it isn't rain. It's just ash. Not 15 minutes had gone by, and I look outside. We lived by a large hill, only two blocks away, and it was burning. It got there so fast. I got back inside, and tell my roommates we have to leave right away. This is when our neighbors started waking out too. We had to then capture our three very scared and confused cats. It was so crazy to drive away and see only blackness ahead of you, but in your rearview mirror only flames. Our neighborhood slash home ended up being spared. However many of my friends who lived closer to the mountains were not so lucky. Was once at summer camp and was walking to the beach. It's like a 5 minute walk from the cabins we were staying in and the path to get there is made of sand and surrounded by trees. We were supposed to go in partners but mine dipped. Anyways I was walking for probably about 2 minutes and I hear leaves crunching in the trees beside me, so I look over, and what I see is, none other than a brown bear cub, lugging a tree. I think that everyone knows that where there's a cub, there's a mama. This bear starts making bear noises, I just about shat my pants, and bolted out of there. Was on a second date with a guy who wanted to stop at his house to grab something, and invited me in. He was super hot, but I wasn't feeling comfortable with him for a reason I couldn't put my finger on. We get to his house, and it was just creepy. He was well off, and the house itself was gorgeous, spotless, and totally sterile. Nothing on the walls, every surface empty, no books, 
No CDs. Nothing. I asked how long he'd lived there, and he said 5 years. While he was in the kitchen, he then asked me to go into his room grab something, keys I think, from the top drawer in his dresser. I got the coldest chill up my spine, and immediately stepped closer to the front door. There was no way I was letting him come between me and the exit. He asked me again, to go to his room, and I laughed and said, no dude, I'm hungry, let's go. He asked one more time, visibly annoyed at this point, and I proceeded to pretend that I was a bitchy stupid girl and made a fuss about being hungry and what the hell was taking him so long. He was pissed. So I walked out of his house down the sidewalk and made him follow me. We got to the car and I kept pretending to be a bitchy coolest chick and demanded he take me home. He did. In cold furious silence. Then, when he stopped the car in front of my place, he grabbed my face to kiss me goodbye. He bit my lip so hard I was bleeding, and he reached under my shirt and twisted my nipple. I luckily got him off me, falling out my door, and ran inside to the sound of him laughing. I ended up with a bruised face and nipple, cut lip, and was scared that he knew where I lived, but I still feel like I survived a legit serial killer. I was walking by a long stretch of road with no houses. There was a cemetery. A van with two guys in it stopped to ask me if I needed a ride. This was in the late 90s, so it's not like hitchhiking was legal. I'm all. No thanks, I'm nearly home. They wouldn't budge. They kept following me with the windows down, kept saying come on, just get in. At some point they just stop, and they start getting out. I was just a teen, and they were clearly 20 something. I just took off running. I must have sprinted half a mile to get to an alley and hid by the nearest building near the road. I waited about 15 minutes before moving on to make sure they had given up so they wouldn't follow me home. One day, I'm coming home from work, back to my parents' house because I was 18. I didn't live in the sticks, but definitely in an outlying neighborhood. Along the route home, there are several places where many cars turn off of as the traffic thins out. I'm noticing that the car directly behind me is following my every turn. Me being a dumb paranoid 18 year old, I'm paying attention just in case there's some reason, but also laugh it off because I don't have any influence or piss anyone off so that's just silly. Until he turns into my neighborhood. I'm like, okay there's still plenty of houses. Makes the next turn with me. The immediate right is my street, a cul-de-sac. I make the turn, and he's still behind me. Instead of pulling into my driveway, I make the full circle, and go back down the street. Hell, maybe it's just my neighbor, or said neighbor, has a visitor and it's pure coincidental. At this point, I'm too nervous to look and see who's in the car, but it's definitely an older white male. I make another right, going further into the subdivision within my community. I know there's no exit. There's one or two more streets off to the right, but I don't know where they go. I know the end of the street I'm onion another cul-de-sac. He's still in my rear view mirror. This is the point I knew I was a target, but the neighborhood with its hills and my knowledge of the immediate area was of advantage to me. I gunned it up the hill past my assailant, back to the beginning of the subdivision. I make a right and again put pedal to the metal. If I was to get pulled over at this point, all the better. I make a mad dash for the main road and zigzag into another neighborhood. Go a few streets down and just sit there for about 5 minutes with the loudest heartbeat in my ears I'd ever heard. I have so much running through my mind, did they know that's where I lived? 
Do they know I was in front of my own house at one point, who could this be, and what reason would they have to follow me? After a few minutes, I pulled back out, and drove back home, keeping the sharpest eye out for this beige beast, but I never saw it again. To this day over 10 years later, I have no idea who that was, or why they were following me. I still try to make excuses for people I see follow me, but I definitely take it seriously when I'm getting close to where my family is. I currently live in an apartment complex, and if I have someone right behind me, will navigate throughout the lot so they can park first and get out of their car before I go home and park. It definitely got me spooked. It was about 2am in our apartment on the top floor, and we woke up to the fire alarm going off. It was late, and we just woke up, and we've kind of been conditioned to feel like fire alarms aren't actually real, and then I saw smoke billowing on from under the door. It was fucking terrifying worrying about what was outside that door, and running down the stairs, while it burned our lungs and eyes, and we could barely see, was an unforgettable terrifying experience. I live in Dallas, Texas. About almost a month ago it was Sunday night, and I was doing my typical Uber Eats drives around 9pm. I noticed there's a thunderstorm warning, right when I thought about stopping for the night but it cleared, so I decided to try to stay out till 10. I needed to get cheese, so I walk in Croger, that's where I was parked. As I'm walking in the door I hear the tornado sirens go off. Then my phone sounds off with the same watch alert. I run and get the cheese, silly I know, and hurry to head home, so I can get safe. It clicked in my head that, if the siren went off it was a big deal. And I was terrified. I was speeding home, and it seemed that every time I passed a stoplight they were turning off behind me. I get closer to my apartment complex, and it's all torn up. Shattered windows, trees down everywhere. But it was so ironic, because had I been home I would have been worse than when I was sitting in the Croger parking lot. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings, episode 36. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do, too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. 
But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.